Hello, this is Chantel for the Serene Empowerment Podcast. And this episode, I'm joined by Michael Arterbury, motivational speaker and author of Be Encouraged. Hello. Yes, how are you, Chantel? Yeah, yeah, I'm very excited to get this opportunity. Great. So firstly, could you tell us who you serve with your work and how you help them? Okay, so who do I serve? I serve... I get, I get in trouble on this because people say I have to narrow down my niche, mm-hmm. but I'm, I'm, I'm um, stubborn. <laughs> <laughs> you know, but I, I, I serve, I have a program that I developed, a youth development program that I take into high schools and middle schools. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, with my youth development program, I serve, you know, young people, the youth, but I take the same skills that I use with the youth and, um, you know, I, I, I also help and, and encourage adults. Um, the curriculum that I have, even though I take it into schools, is not built for youth, it's built for humans. So like, if I were to take what I do in the schools, I could do it with a group of, of adults and, and get the same results. Um, you know, basically, you know, what I do is um, I call myself the master encourager because I feel as if I've come through a lot in my own life and I've taken the scars and the wounds that I've accumulated over my life and I harness them and I use them um, to help other people, you know? So it's, it's, it's pretty therapeutic, you know, to be able to do that. Um, and help others, it, 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 it heals me. And what would you say is the core message that underlines everything that you teach, everything that your, your work stands for? No, I think my core message is living a conscious life. You know, I think people have a tendency to be what I call it a term sloppy. You know, just wake up, get dressed and go out into the world. And you know, you run into somebody, you run into a situation you know, it just happens. Whereas I'd like to teach people to be conscious and not only conscious of their environments and their interaction with others, but take stock into, you know, in my book, um, I write short-term thinkers plant gardens, long-term thinkers plant trees, eternity-minded thinkers plant themselves in the souls of others, you know? Yeah. And, you know, what I mean by that is, is when you finish, like when we finish the podcast, I want you to walk away or or leave the podcast, not with a certain impression of me that I've imposed on you, but that I've taken enough time to prepare myself, not for a podcast, but for life in general, that you leave an essence. When you leave people, there's an essence and then it's an essence. So you're just not existing, you're living. Okay, so you mentioned your book. Can you tell us a bit more about it? Yeah, yeah, so um, I'll tell you what motivated me to write it and then I'll tell you what's in the pages. So what motivated me to write it is, um, I'm very much into, I'm I'm, I'm, I'm a a Christian man, you know? So, you know, I'm very much into my relationship with God. And so when I spend my time, um, quiet time in the morning, what I do is, is for a long time, I was writing on my Facebook page, 
um, like a devotional. So if my followers come to my page, they can read it, you know what I mean? Um, and then a woman was dying of cancer and she sent me a message in my inbox and she said that if I could get all your information in one place, I would love it. And so, you know what I did is I went in, I grabbed all my favorites and, um, and, I, and I put it into a book um, and I dedicated it to her. And so, um, you know, it's 250 days of um, inspiration and motivation and each page is, is, is a result of my quiet time mixed with a person who grew up, ooh, Chantel, I mean, my life, my life was crazy. Like you can make some lifetime movies and we can talk about that after we talk about the book. But so I take my life and my life experience, my quiet time and each page, it's like, it's written like a devotional. So it's not, it's not a cover to cover page. You open up a page um, and I didn't make it um, like a yearly one. Cause I have this thing with devotionals where if you miss a day, I feel guilty if I didn't. <laughs> yeah, so rather than feeling guilty, I said, let me make it 250 days rather than on a daily basis. But yeah, the, the pages are to motivate, inspire, and help you find proper perspective in any situation. Okay, and you said, I saw on your website, you said, I can't change people's circumstances, but I can help change their perspective. Can you yeah. talk a bit more about that? Yeah, so check this out. Growing up, I grew up in a home with a raging alcoholic father. Um, I grew up in poverty, uh, dysfunction with a capital D, you know what I'm saying? And so like craziness. I mean, like when I say dysfunction, I remember my parents would have these blowout arguments. And even in grade school, my mom would just wake me the next morning put my clothes on and just take, send me to school. We wouldn't talk about it. It wasn't like, oh, what happened last night? And so, you know, imagine as you're growing up, you're carrying these things. But when I say find proper perspective, what I was able to do is God gifted me with the ability that I was a great athlete. And so my mom got me into sports at a young age and I was really good at it. So what happened was, is I made my coaches, my father figure, my teammates became my brothers and sisters, you know, and the accolades I got from being good in the sport became the accolades you would get in a healthy home. So when you say proper perspective, imagine I'm living in this horror, but I was able to find proper perspective and I was able to walk through that entire living situation and, and almost untouched. And so what I'd say about that is with other people is when you're going through something, you can create a space that doesn't allow you to fall deeper into your situation. You know what I'm saying? You can grab it, twist it, and just tilt it or spin it, but make it look a lot more glossy and flower, flowery and pretty, mm -hmm. you know? Mm -hmm. Yes. And so... There's a lot of circumstances we can't change at the moment, such as with the pandemic, uh, economic situation, globally, political situation, for example. So what advice and guidance can you give us to sort of move our perspective to what we can do for ourselves within our environment and personally for ourselves? 
yeah, yeah, I got you. Self-reflection. Self-reflection. And 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 I say this to you because um I did a post yesterday on Facebook and this time last year I went to a branding conference in LA for my business. And when I I went there the the guy was pushing being globally aware. People need to know you all over the world. And so when I came home, I started to send emails out to podcasters like yourself, anybody that I felt had the same platform or similar platform. And I've been on over a hundred podcasts since COVID started. Yeah, so I've been on a lot. Yeah, since COVID started. And, And I say that to you because what I've been able to do during this time is I've been able to look at my life under a magnifying glass and really start to illuminate different pieces. So, you know, my work is in schools, it's in person. Um, But what I've been able to do during COVID is I created a virtual model of my program. You know, um, I was able to also create um, an adult component virtually to my my business. Um, I, I, I also developed a corporate model so what I what I if the advice that I give to people is that sometimes when we are forced to stop and recognize where we are, it's it's the universe can be speaking to us. So the universe is saying, you know what, why don't you step back, evaluate your life and 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 find something you really want to do. Let me finish by saying this. I read a book called um The Dream Giver by Bruce Wilkinson beautiful book. And it talked about we were all, we all wanted to be something when we grow up. Like think about, you know what I'm saying, what you want to be. Um, And we get bullied not to go that route. Mm -hmm. And so during this time of, 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 of being, you know, in COVID, find that thing that you really want. Maybe you lost your job. So rather than going back to a job to make money, you know, go back to something that you really enjoy doing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and a lot of people, um, they've been forced to look at their lives because they can't go out so much and they can't mix with other people, socialise. They've been forced to examine their lives and see what's what's going wrong. And sometimes people like to escape. They, they used to have distractions to be able to escape, and now we can't do that. So do you have any more advice about using self-reflection in a positive way instead of distracting ourselves well you know you have to you have to be careful of the thoughts that you have so when you say use positive reflection you know we are we are products of our thought lives so what you have to do is you have to become uh, very aware of your thoughts and then maintain them like I said living a sloppy life getting up and just walking through life it's the same thing with our thoughts if thoughts start to come to you and you don't kick them out of your head, then they plant themselves, they germinate and they grow mm-hmm. and they start to show up in our lives. So the advice that I give is, is to be proactive. You know, I teach young people and adults that when that thought comes, you kick it out. And once you kick it out, you know, I, I mean, I practice it where if you saw me, you may think I'm a little crazy, but it looks like I'm talking to myself because I, you know, I'll get a thought. And all of a sudden I say, no, are you kidding me? Just get out of here. And I'm saying to the thought, I'm not allowing it. 
and you you kick it out because I mean, just as simple as if you ever have a bad morning, the worst thing you can say is this is going to be the worst day of my life. <laughs> as, as soon as you say that, you've just now let the universe know and, and it's going to happen. <laughs> Everything's going to start. So with me, when I start having a few things happen in the mornings and it starts kind of rolling in a negative direction, I stop and I say, nope, you're not going to get me. This is not going to be the worst day of my life. And I smile and keep moving. So, you know, um, that's, that's, I would think, some advice I would give those um, at this time. Okay. And you talked um, a little bit about your past earlier on. So who um, inspired you along your, your life journey? Oh, uh, um, first and foremost, my mother. So imagine I lived in this craziness, but my mom loved big. I mean, she, she loved big. She, she, and I love people the same way. So I think that's why I'm good at what I do, but she was always my motivation because we lived in poverty. We didn't have much. My dream was to be successful so that I can give back to her. You know what I'm saying? And so, you know, she motivated me as far as famous people, you know, um, not just, I'm not saying it doesn't have to be famous people, but, you know, I, um, not a conceited thing. I think I put a lot of pressure on myself. So, so my mom um, and my unborn children, you know, and I say that because I grew up in a house that, that really had heat in the winter. And so I remember one cold night, I'm in my bed and I'm under the covers and, you know, I'm crying, I'm a little boy. Mm -hmm. And I said to myself that once I have my own children, I'm if, if I have my own children, they'll never have to live like this. And so Chantel, when, when things got rough on my journey, I would think about these, these unborn mm -hmm. children and I would push harder. And what's beautiful is I have two kids now, all right? Uh, 16, 17, she just had a birthday, 17 mm -hmm. and, and 13. And um, they don't know two phases of a life. See, I had it before and I had an after. My kids only know the after part. So I did my duty and my due diligence to give them a better life. But I think wanting something more for them before they were even here helped to motivate me to be a more positive person. And what's your understanding of the role that spirituality plays um, with our mental health challenges and emotional difficulties? Oh, man. You hit a sweet spot, you know, and I listen, you know, like I said, I listen to your 12 steps. Um, you know, spirituality for me is my escape. It's where I go and I get nourished in a place that the world can't do it. You know what I'm saying? Like for me, um, when I when I worship and I go into my spiritual closet, um, I'm able to find fresh perspectives beyond what I'm able to get in the world. You know what I'm saying? So I think that whatever your spirituality is, so I'm not one of those guys where I'm like, you have to be like me. Whatever you find is your spiritual place. I think that, that you need to have it, you know? And I feel for people 
that, um, you know, I did a uh, podcast with the gentleman. I, I read his stuff. I kind of didn't read it thoroughly. And he was the atheist. So he brings you on a show so he can set you up. <laughs> oh. Yeah, yeah. He, he starts out really like nice. But then he takes you on this. It's like a three-hour podcast. Oh, wow. So after, yeah, you do the original <laughs> podcast on this platform where it's kind of nicey-nicey. And then he's like, yo, you know, we're going to take a break. And then we're going to go over to this other podcast. And like I told you, I've been just sending out, you know, the, the, you know, quests. And we went into that and he started going at it, trying to debunk my spirituality. But I hit him with some real, like, from the heart type of stuff. And I stopped him in his tracks. Like he gave up. Yeah, he gave <laughs> up. Yeah. And I was so proud of myself because, you know, I didn't twist and turn or try to, you know, all I did was to explain to him my relationship with my spirituality. And I got so deep in the explanation, you heard him sigh. Oh. He just, yeah, he, he gave off a breath and it was almost like his inside saying, yo, you know what? I'm done. And we started talking about other stuff. Okay. Yeah. So is there anything, anything, any other message you'd like to share with us? You know, uh, what I would like to share is the fact that, um, you know, we have to take responsibility for our lives. We can't allow situations like this to become an excuse to not um, show up. You know what I mean? Um, you know, you got people with COVID, you know, I, I understand mental illness. I understand the fact that we have to get out. But sometimes people, people can use a situation like this to 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 mask the opportunity to check out and just be lazy. So I'm not saying everybody, but people do. And so what I I think people should do is is you know what I I, I tell my children and the young people that I deal with or people that I deal with in general virtually is the fact that soon, because with the vaccine, soon we'll be sitting at a barbecue eating a hamburger and everybody would be like, do you remember 2020, 2021, <laughs> when we had to wear the masks? And what's significant about that is the fact that when, when we talk about fresh perspectives is, is this time of our life, once it's gone, will be so small. Mm -hmm. So it, it doesn't make sense to allow this small section of time to derail your life. You know what I'm saying? And so, you know, I thought about this. My, my, my mother turned 88 on her birthday and I kind of missed a few years in there. So when I called her up and she told me 88, she had to tell it, it like it rocked my world. It rocked my world. I was like, 88? So you say 88 years old. That's old. But then you know what it said to me? Life. I'm 53. So I'm saying she's 88. It gave me this beautiful perspective of if if she's 88 and I'm 53, I, I saw how much more life that I, I have the ability to live. And it reinvigorated me. But it again brought me to a place where it made me understand that, listen, this is small. This is a small piece. Let's get by it. And let's 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 break bread at one of these barbecues and laugh about 
wearing a mask and not being able to go to stores in, in big groups. And what do you think is most important for the youth, the young people to understand about life and dealing with life's challenges? What they need to do is they need to find their purpose. And what I mean by find their purpose, the first time when people hear that, it's not only the youth, but people in general, a lot of times the first thing you do when people say find your purpose is you start to externally look for it. You know, you read books, you watch movies, you take courses, but you know what? 99% of the time, your purpose is inside you. So, so back to the self-reflection, self-reflect, see what it is that you enjoy to do. Because when you live life in your purpose, not only does it give it meaning, but you know, like I feel like I live in my purpose. So I'll leave a venue where I have the envelope that they paid me and I have to laugh, like I chuckle. Like, like they don't know it and I would never tell anybody where I went to work, but they don't know that I would have did it free. If my <laughs> bills, yeah, if my bills could be paid and I could just go out and do my job, I would do it. You know, I don't need big cars, big house. The, 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 the things that I do because it's part of my purpose in life invigorates me enough where, where I just, I just feel like, you know, it's, 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 it's enough payment in itself. Yeah, because a lot of people say, when you ask them how their work is going, they would say, well, it pays the bills. They don't really, it's not really fulfilling them. So when people find something that they won't need to be paid for, that's real fulfillment. Yeah, it is, it yeah. is. Yeah, 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 you get paid twice. And my book, you know, listen, um, if, if your, your, your followers go to shakethedirtexperience.com, and we'll put it in the show notes, um, they can get a free copy of my book. Okay. Yeah, yeah they can get a free copy of my book. They, they, they have to pay for postage. I mean, I hate mm -hmm. to say, have to say that, but my, even my friends go there and they're like, oh, man, no, I can't just send it to you for free. It's got to go through the mail. So anyway. <laughs> Yes. So thanks a lot for that. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. And if there's one message or idea that you'd like people to take away with them after listening to this, what would that be? Um, one message is 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 um be careful that fear fear is paralyzing. So they have to be conscious of fear. And I say that because when we talk about our path in the direction we want to go with our lives. And I use the analogy of imagine getting out of your bed in the morning and you're about to put on your shoes and you're thinking about that thing that you really want to do. And all of a sudden fear overwhelms you and you don't do it. And what I mean by that is that when you decide not to do it, it may cause a ripple effect of four or five other people that don't get what they need because you didn't do what you needed to do. So what I want people to understand is sometimes you are responsible for other people's fate and you don't even know it. So sometimes pushing through the barrier 
is not only for yourself, but it can be for almost like the term of paying it forward. It could be for the line of people that will benefit from you overcoming something that is bigger than you in your path. Okay, so thank you very much for coming on and sharing your message and your teaching and your work and ideas with us. Um, I really appreciate it. Yeah, yeah, thank you, Santa. Thank you for having me. So I hope you enjoyed the interview with Michael Arterbury. And remember, you can get a copy of his book, Be Encouraged, at shakethedirtexperience.com. Thanks for listening. Thank you.